Welcome. This is Connie Reagan-Green with another podcast. I'm from HugeProfitsTinyList.com, and today we have a real treat. I convinced Susanna Myers to be my guest today, and I'll tell you just a little bit about Susanna. She's been online much longer than I have. She's one of those extremely smart people who was able to come online and figure out all kinds of great things that really helped her build her business So I met her through some other colleagues, and I love her site at hillbillyhousewife.com, which I think is is wonderful, as well as affiliatetreasurechest.com. So welcome, Susanna. Thank you, Connie, and thank you for that wonderful introduction. I wish everybody could see me right now. I'm blushing over here. (laughs) Well, it's really true. You know, when I first saw what you were doing with link building and SEO and all of that, I knew that I had to connect with you and really learn more about what you were doing because that was a whole area that just really passed me by when I was getting started. So tell us a little bit, though, about how you originally came online, when that was, and and why. I started looking into different ways to work from home when I was pregnant with my daughter, My daughter was born in 2003, so we're talking um, the later part of 2002. And, uh, you know, I just looked at the regular stuff, you know, the direct sales, that type of thing. But it wasn't really something I was comfortable with. I couldn't see myself hosting Tupperware parties and that kind of thing. (laughs) And um, just kind of branched out from there. And I knew, I've always loved writing, like all through high school, so... I came across a site um, that at the time was owned by Alice Seba called InternetBasedMoms.com. And it, it was kind of a mix between the direct sales stuff that I was looking into and uh, Internet marketing. That's how I first got introduced to the idea of that I could create my own website, add my content, write articles. This is way before I ever came across um, something called a blog. So back then we built manual HTML websites with articles and did some article marketing. And um, I started building a couple of little parenting sites because that's what I was very interested and involved in at the time. And we're talking, I think at this point we're in, in 2004, late 2003, early 2004. And I just started playing with it at first and doing it very part-time becoming involved with another site that was also started by Elisiba um, together with uh, Kelly McCausey, who I know you have interviewed in your podcast as well. Yes. Um, they ran a, a membership site called Mom Masterminds, which has recently been rebranded uh, to Solo Entrepreneurs, I believe. Yes. And um, I just sort of started connecting and learning more over there and was introduced to the concept of being a VA, a virtual assistant. At the same time, I was doing a lot of work. My regular job was being an an administrative assistant in an office. So I started taking on a few clients, doing a little bit of writing work and, and helping them run their own online businesses while also working on my own site and still working my nine to five job. And was finally able, I believe uh, it was in 2006, I was able to quit my full-time job and focus solely on my VA work and my own income. And my own income from my own niche sites at that point was pretty minimal 
but my I knew that my end goal would always be to be a solo entrepreneur and work just for myself. So I set aside a little bit of time every day in the beginning of the day to work on my own stuff before working on client work that helped me pay the bills. And it started growing from there. Eventually, my husband, who thought this whole online thing was just another scam to get you to pay some money, started paying attention when the uh, checks that were coming in started getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> Eventually, he uh, he was like, well, show me how to do this. <laughs> At that point, thankfully, I had discovered WordPress and uh, was running most of my sites um, using the free WordPress software. So it was pretty easy for me to set him up with his own little practice blog, which um, has turned into a huge site and a full-time income for him as well. So now we're both at home. Um, we're both working on our various different niche websites and uh, are able to do everything from here, do a lot of traveling. Um, I mentioned that um, to you before that I'm originally from Germany and I still have a lot of family over there. So we end up traveling over there about every other year, close to every year. And uh, we have a now have a place down at the beach that we're fixing up and just sort of traveling back and forth and being able to spend a lot of time with our daughter who's in third grade now and you know, just being able to be very flexible with our schedule and what we do, I think, is what's the biggest plus for me running this type of a business. Well, it just sounds like an ideal life, and I know that's what's happened, you know, for me in a, in a similar way. Just, you know, I, I just haven't been online quite quite as long as you have, and um, you know, it, it really is so meaningful to be able to spend that time because. I always talk about how I missed every special occasion and event in my family all those years, and now that just would never be the case again. But, you know, Susanna, how did you get interested in SEO, search engine optimization? Do you remember in the beginning how you even thought about that? I do. I uh, kind of started like how the way many of us start, you know, just being very focused on building your site and you just hope that people will magically appear at the front door and, and show up. And it took me, I think, a good six months to realize that that just wasn't the case. I couldn't just build this little site out in the middle of nowhere and expect people to show up. So after getting the process of building the site and writing the content and updating it regularly down, I spend a lot of time looking into various ways to build traffic. And a lot of the options that were talked about quite a bit at the time, which a lot of it back then was pay-per-click and media buys and that kind of thing, was totally out of my budget. You know, I the site was making 20 bucks a month, so I, I really didn't have any money to put into it. So those were out of the question, so I looked into what else I could do and got started with some article marketing, which uh, will send a, a good little bit of traffic originally. But then I remember listening to a few different podcasts and training on SEO. And at the time, search was starting to get a lot bigger where Google became an everyday name and a verb. And it just sort of got my attention, and I figured, you know, if I can get up in the search engines on some of these terms, 
I can get all this free traffic and I don't have to worry about buying pay-per-click ads or media buys, that type of thing. So I just sort of got interested in it, um, learned a little bit more, and then through trial and error and just working with it, I slowly started getting um, a little better at it and started to get some rankings, seeing that traffic come in. And at that point, I was hooked. I got addicted to learning more about SEO, getting better at SEO, tweaking things, testing things, seeing what works and what doesn't work, and just sort of took it from there. And it became pretty much my my one big source of traffic. You know, I do a lot of related stuff like article marketing and uh, guest blogging, that type of thing. But in the end, it always comes back to using that to my advantage to get more SEO traffic. Oh, excellent. And, you know, keywords are just such a mystery to to all of us. And I know with me that I end up finding out what my competitors' keywords are. So I'm able to, to really, you know, zero in on that. But, you know, what would you tell somebody when they're saying, well, that's that's great, I understand a little bit now about SEO, but you know, how do I find out what people are typing in when they're looking for what I do online? How would they start? A couple of things. Um, the first thing I like to do is to think about how would I search for this type of information. And I use some very broad term as sort of a stem to start my keyword research. And then I use tools. Uh, my favorite is um, the paid version of Word Tracker. Other free options that are great are the free uh, Word Tracker keyword tool. And if you just Google that free keyword mm-hmm. Word Tracker keyword tool, it will pop up for you. Or you can use the uh, keyword tool that's part of um, Google AdWords. And you don't have to be spending money with Google AdWords. Again, just Google Google keyword tool, and it will pop up for you as well. And what both of those will do. They're basically large databases that collect information on what and how people search. And you will just put in a very broad keyword term, and it will give you a whole list of related um, searches and how often they are searched, how popular they are, how competitive, competitive they are, meaning how hard will it be to rank for that particular keyword. And those are the words you want to go after. Let me give you an example. Um, one of my little niche sites that I play with is about potty training. So I might input potty training into the keyword tool, and it will give me all sorts of related keywords like potty training a two-year-old, uh, puppy potty training, which in my case wouldn't be a good uh, keyword because my niche site focuses on, on potty training kits. But it may also give me things like best potty training chair or um, how to potty train a seven-year-old, or even things like uh, it might give you related terms like dealing with bedwetting, that type of thing. And then what I like to do is for my individual articles and blog posts, I look for long-tail keywords that will be very easy to rank for. And those are often words that have, or phrases, I should say, that have three, four, five, or even more words in them. And I use them in the title of my blog post and throughout the content and really target my content and write my content around this particular keyword and publish it. And then it's just a matter of um, throwing a couple of links to that post to get it to rank well. 
Okay, and and again, you know, um, I know it's confusing with the long tail keywords. I always say that something like real estate or internet marketing or parenting that that would be your main phrase, and then something mm-hmm. very very specific, several words long, like two bedroom condo in Hawaii, you know, or like what you're talking about, you know, how to potty train a seven year old or something like that. That that would be then a long tail keyword phrase. Right. And when it comes to keywords, I like to think of them in three different groups. The first is is the very competitive main term like real estate or like potty training that you want to rank for on your homepage eventually down the road. That it's something that's going to take a lot of work, a lot of marketing, a lot of link building to get to that point. And then you have your slightly longer words that are that still get a, a decent amount of traffic but are just a little less competitive. So in the real estate market this might be um condos for sale or three bedroom houses, that type of thing. And those I like to use as my categories on my site. And then the long tail are again, like you said, the three, four, five phrase phrases that get very specific and those are for the individual posts. And to be honest with you, most of my traffic, my subscribers, and my money comes from those very specific long tail phrases. Okay, and Especially that makes sense. Because you will provide them with exactly the information that they're looking for. Um, this works great when you're doing uh, product reviews, for example, because those will be very long tail phrases. And the person looking for the review is very interested in that specific information. And if it comes down to actual products, they're browsing with their wallet sitting in front of them at the computer. They're ready to make a purchase. Okay, excellent, excellent. Well, now, um, I know you've had the site Hillbilly Housewife for a while. And did you buy that site from someone else? Yes, I did. Um, It's a pretty funny story. I... um, was working with my friend Christine Steendahl on Menu Planning Central at the time, which is a meal planning service. And uh, I was working on the, I was doing all of our SEO work, and I was working on trying to get us to rank for the keyword menu planning. We were ranking very highly, flip-flopping between position three and four. But sitting in number two was this Hillbilly Housewife website, and I could just not get past her. I could not jump up in the rankings. And I looked at the site. It was uh, black and white, um, looked like it was back from 1995, which is, I think, around the time that she started the website. Hadn't been updated in a long time. Um, So I thought, well, maybe I can uh, contact her and see if I can get a link on this post that she, or article that she had about meal planning back to my site, and that might be just enough to bump us up into the number one spot. Now, mind you, we were trying to rank on our home page for meal planning, um, but she had an article ranking for meal planning on the Hillbilly Housewife website. Yeah. So I got to know her a little bit. We started emailing back and forth, and um, it turned out that she sort of was at a point where she was ready to let the site go, and um, I ended up buying it from her, and uh, just initially mainly to funnel traffic to the meal planning website, 
but I ended up falling in love with the site and the whole community behind it, whole frugal mindset and being able to help other people cook more frugally, run their households and that type of thing. So I ended up uh, turning it into one of my main sites and one of my big sources of income. Wow, and I you know, I love that story how you, you know, had that need and so you connected uh with her and then it worked out that you ended up with the site and you know, I love how you start that site at hillbillyhousewife.com. I'm Susanna, owner of hillbillyhousewife.com. I'm also a mother, wife, daughter, sister, aunt, friend and neighbor. I struggle with many of the same things you do each day and you go on and it's like immediately we can see ourselves there. We're right there with you, and so we're not going to leave that page. We want to know more about what you can do to help us achieve our life goals. So I just love that. Thank you. (laughs) And on this site, so you're helping people, you know, some of the categories, canning, cooking, frugal living, gardening, gluten-free living. Um, It's just amazing how much that you have. And everything that you're doing here then, of course, is, is done with SEO in mind from the very beginning. It is, and it's actually a combination of things. Um, you know, some category um, came strictly out of my keyword research, um, but others came, three, for example, came out of um, requests from readers. So at that point, you know, they're telling me, we want to learn more about this. At that point, I take that information, go to the keyword tool, and find the best key phrase to target in my categories. Fantastic. And some of them, you know, Sometimes it's not SEO-related at all. I mean, you can't be 100% focused just on SEO. Sometimes it's just got to make sense, and you got to put the stuff up there that's of interest to your readers. Okay. All right. Now, um, I know that, you know, in your in your Easy Link Love course, you know, that's where you're teaching us how to get these these links back. And is this the site that you have so many, many links back to? Yes, it is. And how many do you have now? I haven't checked it lately because <laughs> um, Google has taken down the uh, not Google Yahoo has taken down their uh, tool that gave me the number. But the last time I checked, before it was taken down, um, it was about seventy-two thousand incoming links. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and you know that's that's, that's a nice, impressive number, and it's something nice and flashy to to hold up. But really what it comes down to is can you get traffic to the site? What's the quality of traffic of the traffic to your site? Does it help you build your list? And then the bottom line is, you know, does it make you money? Does it pay your bill? All right. So, Susanna, what you're telling us is to not be, you know, not to obsess over exact numbers and all of that, just to get going with the business and make some money. Absolutely, and just, you know, get started, get comfortable with the SEO stuff. Start with just a little blog post, find a good keyword for it, write it. Start with those long-tail keywords that I mentioned earlier that are relatively easy to rank, and then throw some links at it. And links can be anything. You know, you can use some social bookmarking sites like Delicious or StumbleUpon and bookmark your blog post there. Or even better, install a little plugin if you're using a WordPress site, which I highly recommend. Install a little plugin like Sociable and get your readers to do the, the bookmarking for you. Do some social media, 
comment on other people's blogs, that will send a little link back to you. And don't stress over the whole is it followed or is it not followed idea because you will get benefit from it regardless. Do what Connie and I have done. Write some articles <laughs> and send links back to your site. Everybody thinks article marketing is dead, but I don't know about you, but it still works beautifully for me. It still works beautifully for me, and I love the training you and Nicole Dean did uh, right after the uh, Panda update, the Farmer update last year. Mm-hmm. And you came out right away with kind of an answer to our to our questions with that. That was that was so so helpful. So um, you know you're just a wealth of knowledge, Susanna. I could talk to you forever, but of course we we want to keep this timely so people will listen and take action. So where's the very best place for us to uh, visit you? Uh, probably my blog at affiliatetreasurechest.com. And then if you want to um, learn a little bit more about what I've done to to build those links and get that free SEO traffic to my niche sites. Um, EasyLinkLove.com is another good one. Um, I believe you have uh, – actually, let's give them your affiliate link, Connie. Um, do you have a, a redirect link for that course? I do. I have LinkBuildingMadeSimple.com. Oh, that is perfect. So go to <laughs> LinkBuildingMadeSimple.com. It's a, a – very easy to follow along 13-week course where I lay out exactly what I do on a regular basis and I give you some homework and some things to do every week. And other than that, I'd love to see you over at affiliatetreasurechest.com. Leave me a comment and uh, let me know that you found me through Connie. All right, wonderful. Well, thanks so much and thanks to everyone for listening. This is another Connie Reagan Green podcast, visit me at hugeprofitstinylist.com.